A story has flown under the radar for the Catholic and secular media these past few weeks. There have been another spate of mysterious burnings of Catholic churches in the Western world. These have happened largely in two places, France and then a single case in Chile. And I'm not going to focus much on France or at all in this story. We all know why those churches burned, and it's the same reason that historic cathedrals have burned already in that country. And no, the French government is not going to talk to tell the truth about those fires either, because if they did, it might spark a reaction against these so-called new Europeans that we've all heard so much about. But there was another church fire recently in Chile, and that one is worth looking at today. So let's have a look at that and see what the media hasn't been telling you. But first, I wanted to thank the patrons of this channel for supporting this work. It is greatly appreciated. If you want to support the work of this channel, you can do so by going to Subscribestar or Patreon and pledging as little as $1 a month and get access to patron-only live streams and early access to some of my larger videos. You can find links to Subscribestar and Patreon in the description of this video, as well as other options to support this channel. Also, keep an eye out for some patron-exclusive content coming in the near future. Thank you, and God bless. Protests and riots have rocked Chile for weeks. In the nation's capital of Santiago, rather familiar-looking rioters looted a Catholic church on Friday as part of their protests. The black-clad masked revolutionaries looted, sacked, and desecrated a Catholic church. They smashed statues, grabbed iconography, and vandalized the parish church in broad daylight during the protests. In the past month, there have been protests against austerity measures put in place by the debt-saddled national government. What triggered the latest riot was a proposed hike to public bus fare of the equivalent to four cents. The riots have been going on for nearly three weeks now, with protests against similar government austerity measures being imposed by the Chilean government, then being egged on by radical leftist groups. If this sounds at all familiar, then that's because you're familiar with similar kinds of groups leading riots in the U.S. and getting hailed as heroes for standing up against normal people who don't support radical politics, as well as some very abnormal people, too. Let's be, tr let's be real. But let's dive a little deeper, because it's a story not getting much play in the media, outside of a few online articles from sites ranging from mainstream to alternative media outlets. But let's get right to the lesser-known site, a Protestant site called Church Times, which is run out of the UK. Headline, Church Leaders Condemn Violence as Climate Summit is Cancelled. Again, this is from the Church Times, and it was posted on October 31st. Like I said, this has been happening for a little while in Chile. I'm only going to quote one statement made by religious leaders in Chile, and this one comes from unnamed Protestant leaders associated with the World Council of Churches, which is in my mind a villainous group who are just as responsible for the spread of leftism in Christianity as the men who infiltrated the ranks of the seminaries in Belladod's day. Quote, It will not be possible to restore public order and governance without restoring trust. And for this, it is necessary that your government, but also the other political sectors, make credible gestures of recognition and ask for forgiveness for not having been able to discern the depth of the citizen outrage. Undoubtedly, the restoration of the rule of law is a fundamental step to make possible a constructive dialogue that allows progress in the social transformations that Chile needs. End quote. Yes, Christian said that, and yes, modernism seems to be running rampant through all of Christianity. But can you imagine Christians calling for social transformation? But it gets better, because the World Council of Churches president made a statement talking about the virtues of progress and secular social justice. 
Remember, folks, these are the guys the Catholic Church in South America is losing people to. Kind of makes you wonder now, doesn't it? The riots have destabilized the country to the point that some climate change conference had to get canceled because the ruling elites who were slated to attend the meeting couldn't have their safety guaranteed. This was all going on during the Amazon schism, which makes you wonder why the powers that be that were meeting in Rome didn't address this, as this seems like a much more pressing issue to address than pretending to care about bringing the sacraments to a population that the bishops refused to offer baptism to anyway. But there might be another reason, and that's this. As I reported like a year ago or more now, Chile has been rocked by various scandals among the hierarchy of the Catholic Church, including the mass resignation of the bishops of that country due to cover-ups of the usual kind of predatory scandals that Americans are all too familiar with, as well as financial scandals of various kinds as well. Yes, across the Latin rite of the Church, the rot runs deep and wide. In August of this year, a cover-up of abuse was reported that had stretched from the 1960s until 2008. That story had been picked up in the U.S. by LifeSite News, but by precious few other outlets internationally. If you're wondering why there might be rioters targeting a Catholic church in Chile, that might be part of the story. This is also the same country where a bishop denied the Eucharist to the faithful because they tried to kneel to receive our Lord. Apparently, it's not permitted in some parts to act as if you actually believe in the real presence. Which brings me to this. Chilean Cardinal Francisco Erezuriz is one of the France's inner circle, part of the former C9 of Cardinals, who advised Francis on his various illustrious activities. Erezuriz is part of having covered up the crimes of predators in the past, and has helped, as such, has helped lay the groundwork for the violence in Chile. Let's be real here, folks. The crimes of some members of the hierarchy sowed the seeds of the contempt we see in the culture for our faith and for the violence that is coming in the future. These maniacs are responsible for this situation, and in Chile, at least, it looks like it only took an unrelated political issue to set off an act of desecration against the church. Now, what prompted me to make this uh, unfortunately short video is something I've seen on social media, mostly on Twitter. I've seen voices in our general traditionalist commentary circles calling this an act of persecution that God is permitting because of the Amazon Synod, because of the idol worship we saw going on. Perhaps it is, though at the same time I would suggest that the hierarchy and laity of the church has a lot more penance to pay than what we've seen and for more than what we saw in the Amazon Synod, pagan idol worship and all. Chile, like any other place in South America, is busy rejecting the Catholic faith in favor of secularism and weird flopping on the floor foaming at the mouth speaking in tongues version of paganized Protestantism. All that is, of course, brought to you by the scandals that plague the church in Chile and the heavy presence of priests and bishops who preach the false gospel of liberation theology across South America. I'll be doing a video breaking down the basics and origins of liberation theology for people, and I'll even point out how widespread that false gospel is among our clergy. It ain't pretty, and frankly, liberation theology is preached everywhere now, from Santiago to Chicago to Rome and everywhere in between. We'll get into that another time. Suffice to say for now that when your church is preaching uh, Marxist politics, it's not, it shouldn't surprise anyone when the faithful begin looking elsewhere. But the only thing I could think when I first saw the story was that this is not the time for cowards. Catholicism is a faith of heroes. We name our parishes after the great heroes of the faith, men and women ranging from the likes of King St. Louis IX to St. Damien of Molokai to St. Francis of Assisi and St. Catherine of Siena. Catholics consider heroism on a different ground than the secular world does, but in the end it generally amounts to the same thing. Courage and rigidness. 
I and others have already told you to stand firm in the face of radical changes coming from Rome. Now the question is this, are you prepared for more of what we're seeing in Chile? Are you prepared for it to touch your lives many thousands of miles away from there? Unless of course you're already in Chile, and if you are, let me know in the comments below. The culture is taking an overtly satanic turn now, and it may very well touch your life in ways that until very recently seem mostly unfathomable in the modern world. Ask yourself if you're ready for that, and if you're not, ask God to make you ready. The Catholic faith is a faith for heroes, and we're all called to embrace that call for heroism by picking up our cross and following our blessed Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.